But this is a new show. This show is called Rain Talk. And Rain Talk's a little different. Rain Talk is about us, us women here, talking about things that's happening in the world. So it's a little different, Queen Court Conversation. Also, this is a local show. It gives me an opportunity to talk with the same beautiful queens all the time. And so we're going to start the show, and everyone's going to introduce themselves. Like I said, I'm launching a new show. It's part of my bucket list. <laughs> okay. First we have I'm Lorraine Watkins and I'm from Greenville, South Carolina. Thank you, Lorraine. I appreciate you being here. Thank you for having me. Hi, I am Rosa Wallace and I'm from Greensboro, North Carolina. And this is my sister. I'm just so happy yeah. she's here. This is just wonderful. And then Thank we you. have I'm Sherelle Booker. I'm from Georgia. Thank you, Sherelle, for coming. Beautiful. And you are? I'm Nicole Harris and I am from Durham, North Carolina. Thank you so much, Nicole. Thank you. Good morning, everybody. I am so excited. This is wonderful. And so what we're going to talk about is politics first, of course. We can't help it. But first, I want to ask, how was everybody's weekend? Awesome. Okay. I had an awesome weekend because I did nothing. Yeah, so what, Lorraine, tell me about yours. My weekend? Well, I did some sketching. You know, uh, I love sketch, so I just relaxed, watched a movie, and did some sketching. I'll tell you, that's nice. Of, it's very therapeutic when you do that, right? Right, ladies? It's therapeutic. What about you, Rosa? I did me. Okay. <laughs> Nothing else to say about that? <laughs> okay, sure. Yeah. I was with some friends and just went out and uh-huh. caught up. So. Fun. Um, and what about you? I did as close to nothing as possible for me, so I volunteered and I spent oh, time with my family. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. Nothing like volunteers to really make your heart just feel so right. Right? Yeah. Yeah. right. So I wanted to talk a little bit about politics, and as you know, this has been a kind of crazy year, you know, going. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I wanted to talk about the last thing that's on everybody's minds, the election for 2024, okay? And I'm going to say that Trump going to jail for his little five minutes of fame. I've never seen anybody go to jail and become a star, okay? People were chanting and clapping as if he was running for office or getting ready to do a big show or a concert. I was like, so what do you think about that? I'm going to start with Nikki. Well, I do think he treats everything like it's a show. It's almost like, you know, politics are a mockery for him, and so it's just something that he's doing for entertainment. So mm. he does have this very, like, rabid fan base that supports him regardless of what he does. Um, I try to tune it out. It's everywhere, yeah. so it's hard to do. Um, yeah. I have very low expectations with regard to how I think the trial is going to go, so I've just been kind of biting my tongue and staying silent, but I don't think anything's going to happen. I think he's going to be right up there in 2024, you know, rerunning, and... Yeah, brace yourself. That's really how I'm going to right now for what's to come, because America is in trouble, like Beyonce said. Yes, Beyonce. I agree. I mean, I don't really... See a whole lot coming from this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think mm-hmm. my biggest concern would be the backlash from his followers um, yes. post 
all this situation like surrounding the trial. Mm-hmm. Um, how are they going to act? You know, mm-hmm. are they? Will there be any unrest or anything like that? I'm so sure. That is probably like the biggest thing I'm concerned yeah. about. Yes, yes. And what, what, how do you feel, Rosa? He used everything as a platform because he's lost a lot of viewers. Mm-hmm. And if you notice, they had everything blocked off, but he was waving as if he. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but there was a different look yeah. when he was in the court, uh-huh. and it's really affecting him. Mm-hmm. And he has um, his home stage mm-hmm. as if yeah. he's at the White House. Mm-hmm. He's always going to have followers, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And he's entitled to his opinion. Mm-hmm. But I think this really touched. It's like a touch on the shoulder, like mm-hmm. hey, mm-hmm. you know. And he. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know if anything would, would happen. That's really why he's running, too, because yeah. when he was president, he did say, I'm the president. I can do anything mm-hmm. that I want. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see what's going to happen. Uh, that's, a, that's a word, a choice word. I'm excited. I'm, I'm worried. I'm worried. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think about that, Queen? Well, yeah. <laughs> It's really frightening. Uh, because of every, all the events mm. leading up to what had happened at the Capitol Hill. Mm-hmm. And mm. you wonder where is the injustice? Where is the justice in this, in yeah. all of this? So yeah. That's my main concern. I would yeah. like to see justice uh, mm-hmm. prevail. Yeah. yeah. And that's the thing, you know, when we say justice, everybody, you have the reds and the blues talking about justice. And everybody feels they're right. So yep. some people say, well, we feel he's right and this never happened, which I find that like really odd to say that this never, the insurrection didn't happen. It's like, how is that possible? Right. We had people die. <laughs> you know, we were all looking at it. Mm-hmm. You know, for him to say that's like crazy. But I'm not even going to blame him for everything because I feel that everybody's an adult and they all have their own exactly. opinion, right? Mm-hmm. And, they just, and you can decide who you want to follow. My concern is, are you under some type of cult, mind control. Because it's starting to feel like it's a mind control thing. It doesn't seem normal for people to actually deny that people died. Mm. I mean, that's like really weird. They say, oh no, it didn't happen. You know, you're like, are you serious? But it happened. So going forward, um, we have a few ladies now that's running. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, she made a statement not, uh, I think it was like two days ago about Biden running. You know, Nikki Haley, I believe. Is her name Nikki Haley? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she said something about, oh, he'll be dead in a few years. Now, this is the same woman who said um, it's not right, who criticized Dom Lemon for saying that. Dom Lemon saying, you know, you know, about age. And now she's talking about age. So she forgot that she talked about age. You know, and to say something as cruel as someone's going to be dead in a few years is really... What do you think about that, Journal? Yes, That's well, crazy. I think it's uh, very tasteless, yes. very tacky yes. um, to discuss anyone's age in that manner mm-hmm. and to, mm-hmm. you know, say something mm-hmm. to that magnitude, mm-hmm. um, you know, especially for an aspiring, you know, 2024 presidential candidate, yes. for her to say something like that, you know, as someone who is a mm-hmm. voter, yeah. that makes me kind of shy away from any sort of, you know, possible mm-hmm. support, mm-hmm. you know, listening to a potential candidate speak like that yes. towards, you know, the president, yeah. uh, regardless of how you feel towards that candidate, you know, 
to say yeah. that they'll be dead soon like that. That is really cruel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what you think, Nikki. No, I agree with Cheryl. I well I work in the mortgage industry and so we, you know, have laws in place that mm-hmm. prohibit us from discriminating, you know, from borrowers regardless of their age. And so I don't think that there should be any sort of um, statute of limitations on people that are able to run based on their age. Mm-hmm. Um, so I agree. I think her, her comment was tasteless, and I think that a lot of times we forget about double standards. Like, when we're the victim of, you know, an ageist remark, then yes. we feel, yes. you know, all of the feelings. Yes. Like, we're offended, yes. and then mm-hmm. when, you know, the, the tide turns and we're able to make that comment about them, yeah. we're not taking into consideration how they're going to feel about it. Um, all that said, though, you know, I do feel not just because of his age. I just feel as a candidate mm-hmm. that he does not align with like the visions. I think because you know he is a little bit older, we don't have the same thought process in terms of like exactly. what's That's going true. to That's you know true. write the course for yeah. the the future of America. The but it doesn't mean that he shouldn't be able to run. Right. I mean, I vote. <laughs> 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 it doesn't mean he shouldn't be able to run. So yeah. the comment was very tacky. Yeah, yeah. it was. It was. <laughs> How you feel, Rosa? Uh, I feel that he was disrespected, and you really can't say what a person is capable of doing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. at their age because things have changed. Mm-hmm. But I like the fact that he has people in line, he listens, mm-hmm. that can help him. Mm-hmm. But remember when politics, it wasn't as disrespectful right. openly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now it has really, it's really changed. Very bold. Yeah. 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 What do you think, Lady L? Yes, I, I agree it was disrespectful because mm-hmm. age does not determine your capability. Exactly. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, a ten year old can blow your blow your way with with a high, with a high IQ. Mm-hmm. And you know, so age is not a factor mm-hmm. in your ability to perform or yeah. you know. But are we ready for a female president? Do you think we're ready? <laughs> Yeah, we, we've been there. Okay, let's put it this way. The queens are ready. Are the kings ready for us? That's the question. Are the kings ready? You think the kings are ready for us? Do you really think so? Are we in denial? I should be. I mean, I think, you know, statistics have shown that women in the workforce, you know, I won't say outperform, but we bring fresh ideas. I think diversifying things in general brings a perspective that you didn't otherwise think of. And we can't do any worse than these men have done. No. So no. I feel like we are ready. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's uh, <laughs> What do you think, Mr. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, you know, the great thing about, you know, that's one of the perspectives that we bring, uh-huh. um, you know, especially, you know, black women, like, we're among the highest educated mm-hmm. there is and so we need to bring yeah. you know someone in office that's smart has a fresh yeah. perspective uh-huh. who can relate to other women uh-huh. um you know we're a very you know diverse you know mm-hmm. wide-ranging group with different yeah. thoughts ideals and perspectives and i think that's important to reflect that yeah. in our nation's yeah. highest exactly. elite exactly exactly you feel well i i, I commend um the president for choosing a female. Mm-hmm. We are created as peripheral beings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's by the creator. Mm-hmm. The way we use our brain and more of it. Mm-hmm. So when you're talking about the male perspective, it's a tunnel vision. Mm-hmm. So think about <laughs> it. I mean, we, we cover a lot. We think different, but I will say we still need each other. Yeah. You're going to need that. You know? Yeah. What about you, Green? Well, I'm kind of, you know, a little neutral. I think that, you know, the President of the United States is a very powerful position. Mm-hmm. 
And as a woman, I know we're very um, uh, emotional creatures. Mm-hmm. And yes. not saying that she, she can't do the job, but I think we have to consider a woman's, you know, her her emotions uh-huh. and making major decisions like, oh, we're going to go to war, and she's going to base it on her emotions. She's going to base it on her cycle, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I think we should go to war and kill everybody. But, I mean, you know, oh, no. I'm just being real. We are very emotional real creatures. And so that's my concern. I, I do have a concern there. Yeah. I do. Yeah. Yeah. And see, that statement alone. I don't know if we're ready for that statement yet. I don't know because when we make statements like that, what happens is you get a whole lot of backlash. So yeah. expect to get a lot of emails. Okay. <laughs> no, that's not going to happen. Yeah. Out there because it's like you're seeing, you know, 
your rights and freedoms being chipped away slowly mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. by legislators. And a lot of these people, uh, I feel like they're out of touch with normal, everyday okay. people and women and what we have to deal yes. with. Um, and, you know, you consider, you know, instances like rape and incest yeah. yes. and things like that, yes. you know, and situations where you have to make that tough decision. Yes. Um, I don't think they're quite well-versed in situations like that where a abortion mm-hmm. is necessary mm-hmm. um, to protect mother, you know, or child. So. Yes. 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 What, what, how do you feel about this? Well, I am probably one of the people that, you know, a lot of folks would call the, the leftists. I'm a very liberal, you know, pro-choice, pro-everything, but mm-hmm. I, I agree. I think that a woman should have autonomy and be able to make the decision for what is right for her body. So I don't think that a group of politicians should be dictating what I can mm-hmm. or shouldn't do. Mm-hmm. Um, that said, like like those those instances that you mentioned, I do think sometimes people are unaware of when an abortion may be necessary. Yes. But even if yes. you know we I had sex and I just don't want to be a mom, that's my choice. And yes. I think a lot of times people assume that because they're yes. saying pro life that. You, you know, yeah. you're a terrible person, but yeah. what about quality of life? If I have yes, this kid, absolutely. who's going to care for it if I don't have the, the resources, yes. if I'm not emotionally, you know, yes. adept at being a good mom, right. what yeah. is the quality of yeah. life right. that this kid is going to have? And, you know, people were as pro-life as they claim to be. We have yeah. universal health care. All these kids that absolutely. were born into the system would have a lot more resources and mm-hmm. access to mm-hmm. have a better life. So it's, it's more about control than actually caring about the kids. And so that's, that's right. what infuriates me about but I appreciate that answer. That is so true. It brings back something that happened to me as a teenager and, and, and people that I know. I mean, I was scared to death that I was I was pregnant at 17 and I was scared and I was going to the doctors and because I had um, an illness, mm-hmm. you know, and I was scared to death because they was like, well, you know, you got this problem at the time and blah, blah, blah. We don't know that, you know, your baby coming right, might be retarded and all those kinds of stuff. Yeah. So, yes, that is something, all those things to consider, you know. Um, I've had, I've got friends, uh, he said he was discovered in a garbage can and put into the system. Oh His mother dropped him off at the library in a garbage can, you know what I'm saying? So you hear all kinds of stories, you know. So how do you feel about that? Really? I think it's barbaric. Mm-hmm. And some people are trying to hold on to the the old way. And I'm happy to have these very young, beautiful women <laughs> yes. on the panel because we all bring something. Yes. We We have a story. Mm-hmm. It should be your choice. Mm-hmm. But I will share with you that when my mother said, if a woman even wants to have a tubal ligation, mm-hmm. her husband had to find. Mm-hmm. So I think it's barbaric because you're trying to go backwards. We're moving forward. And let that be between the mother, the doctor, and her creator. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. That's the way I think it should mm-hmm. be. Okay. Lady, what do you have to say? Well, I'm I'm pro life, mm-hmm. and I want to share with you a brief story. Um, I was getting raped, and I had every right to have an abortion mm-hmm. based on that. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. I had my baby. Something good came out of a bad situation. Mm-hmm. I had a mental breakdown, mm-hmm. and I have a beautiful daughter. Mm-hmm. She's very educated. 
I have a beautiful grandson who's mm-hmm. serving in the military. So everybody has their own conscious. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, and I thank God for His grace. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Through it, I yes. didn't have any more children after that. But I wouldn't. I don't regret my decision today. Mm. Oh, you have a beautiful daughter. To, yeah, something I had to make that decision, and I just couldn't do it. Yeah, I just couldn't do it based on my belief system, uh-huh. based on yeah. mm-hmm. just life in general. God gives life. And so, and like I said, something good came out of a bad situation. Thank you for that. You know, and this is what this show is all about. You know, this is a testimony out here. You know, the people who are going to be listening to this on YouTube and Spotify and iHeart. And when you hear these kind of stories, it gives you hope for, we don't know what your situation is, but this is still America. And in America, we have the right to choose. You know, I don't know if anybody's ever seen Handmaid's Tale. Because I feel like we're going into heaven. (laughs) And on that note, we're going to take a commercial break. We'll be right back. I'm watching Clay go like this. What are you doing over there, bro? Are you stretching? Good to go. And we're back. Yes, and we were really getting diving into some heavy topics here, you know. But we're back and we're going to switch gears. And we're going to talk a little bit about sports. Now, we don't talk a lot about sports, but we should because, you know, women's basketball is, is doing so well now. And I'm just thrilled at how we are evolving because mm-hmm. we don't have to look like men, so to speak. We can just be who we are. So we want to wear our nails and lashes and makeup and still hit that ball yeah. out there. We're just showing feminine energy with masculine energy. <laughs> that's what we are. <laughs> that's what we are anyway, right? Yeah. Right. But I want to talk a little bit about that beat that was with Angel Reese. And um, what's the other girl's name again? Caitlin. Yes, Caitlin, I apologize, sweetheart. (laughs) Yes, we want to talk about you too because the world took something that was innocent and made it into something else. Mm -hmm. You know, we're talking about two girls going at it, the best at the top of their game, and they're just competing with each other. And it, it it turned into something only that grown folks can do, and that's mess it up. <laughs> Isn't that what they do? You know, it's kind of like when, you know, your child is out there in soccer, and the parent is out there yelling and fighting with everybody, and the kids are standing there with the ball going, Dad, can we just play? Mm-hmm. All right, well, that's what happened with those two. So how do you feel about when Joe Biden's wife, Jill, decides um, that she wants them to make up and both come in for tea time? How do you feel about that, Cheryl? <laughs> um, I felt like Honestly, I don't think Jill really needed to insert herself in that situation. Right, I think right, this was a case of just two athletes who are really passionate. They're really passionate, yeah, and yeah. I think that this was just like um like a friendly kind of in your mm-hmm. face kind of deal mm-hmm. that you see mm-hmm. amongst athletes. Mm-hmm. You know, whenever you know the competition is yeah. tight, like it, you yeah. know, like it was, yeah. and so you never really see a whole lot of. Conversations of mm-hmm. when it comes to yeah. men doing this in their no. profession, yeah. Yeah. and I just found it really interesting that uh, people decided to highlight, you know, these two young ladies, mm-hmm. um, you know, yeah. and their friendly, um, just competitive yes. beef that they may have had, and I'm sure they're they're over it now. They're over and it. And oh, I, I thought yeah. it was something that was super petty. Jill Biden really just didn't really need yeah. to insert herself into that. I don't think it was that serious. And that's what I'm talking about, generational. We've mm-hmm. talked about that, you know, generational. She's thinking, oh, you know, come on, everybody just make it. Well, she's a teacher. 
She's a professor. She wants us all to get along. You know, I know, you know, my background is special needs, and one thing we always try to do with children is redirect them. You know, and make them, you know, like, hey, why don't we just all just go and have some cookies and milk and make up, you know? <laughs> and let's just all be friends, you know? Mm-hmm. But this is different. So how do you feel about it, Nikki? I'm going to try not to get on my Abby Phillips again. Why not? Why not? <laughs> I felt a lot of things. So I do like sports in, mm-hmm. in particular. Shout out to the Lakers. We just closed out yesterday. But I will say that... Um, I think that there were a lot of factors that play into it. There are these double standards that we hold, you know, female mm-hmm. athletes to. Mm-hmm. There is a, a poster, if you Google it now, yes. uh, Alan Iverson stepping over um, Tyron Lue yes. years uh-huh. ago. That was immortalized, and people think it was the coolest thing mm-hmm. ever because, you know, that's how male yes. athletes yes. compete. That's expected uh-huh. of them. Uh-huh. With us, it's like... Same with, with black women in general in yeah. corporate America. If we show too much emotion, then we're yeah. the angry black woman, whereas, you know, our, our white counterparts mm-hmm. are just passionate. And so Caitlin's doing the same thing throughout yeah. the tournament to other players. And no one said anything. They just said, right. oh, she's a great athlete. This is just her competing. And then when Angel does it to her, then everyone's saying, oh, she's right. classic. Yeah. She's tasteless. Um, and and yeah. Jill inserting That's herself so into it, right. I think uh, a lot of it had to do with race because I think if, you know, I went on, she wouldn't have extended that invite to the girls of LSU to come to the White House. And so the optics of it all just look really bad. And, it was really bad. You know, yeah. I always say it costs nothing to shut up. So I wish yeah. Jill had just kept her mouth shut. Yeah. And then, you know. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel about that, Lady L? Well, I'm, I'm really not a big sports fan, but I get the message that, you know, two women are being competitive and mm-hmm. have differences of opinion. You know, I think that they should be more mature, mature enough to sit down and talk about it. I don't think there's nothing wrong with it. If, they, if there's a discussion that needs to be right. taken up, and they can sit down just as woman to woman and just express their feelings, you know, yeah. just get it out and yeah. let it be done with it, be done yeah. with it. Yeah. What about you, Rosa? <laughs> well, but they, they did. And like you said, yeah. it was taken out of content. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think maybe that she just needed something to do. She mm-hmm. wanted to say something, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, it's, it's not as big as they're making it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, what they should be thinking about is paying the female athletes as they pay the meals. Mm-hmm. They're trained right. for Focus on something. They're still fighting. I say that Angel Reese is actually, she's got the most uh, money and sponsorships and, and contracts of any like player with like NIL endorsements and deals. And so I think that should be the focus. Because yes. Because yes. yes. have been historically underpaid. And yes. it's empowering and motivational for girls that look like her or girls in general to yes. see this girl up there with her lashes. With her, yes. her edge is still laid during the game. Okay. I don't know yeah. how. Okay. And saying, I can look at the edge of the game and still make money. I can yeah. get myself yeah. to make money. Yeah. That should be the focus. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I wanted to switch gears a little bit and I wanted to talk about entertainment. You know, there's a lot going on right now, and it always is a lot going on. Yeah. You really think yeah. about it. Yeah. You know, first of all, my heart, my heart, and my prayers go out to Jamie Foxx. Yeah. I love Jamie Foxx. Yeah. You know, this guy, he was just doing a movie and getting ready to do something else, and he is like a triple threat. He can sing, he can act, he's so funny, mm-hmm. and, and, and he's handsome too, isn't he? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
some articles out there for that. Yeah. But also, I wanted to talk about Will Smith. Will Smith is going to come up if you look at it now, you know, because he went through a lot. But the thing is this: we so focus on Will and his reaction that time what happened at the Oscars, and and the reason why I'm bringing that up now is because we just had the Oscars, believe it or not, uh-huh. and and um, he he was nominated anyway, uh-huh. you know, uh-huh. and but Chris. Went on tour. He made so much money mm-hmm. off of this whole yeah. thing. He went on tour. Let's talk about that. <laughs> so now, I always like to go back and rewind. If you were Will and Jada, and Chris said something, and your husband went up and slapped on national TV, how would you react to that? <laughs> 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 so how would I react to my husband? Yeah, going up there, and you know he's yeah. nominated for an Oscar. Yeah, he's, he's nominated, and you know y'all going home with the Oscar. That is such. A, well, honestly, I, I would probably in front of the cameras. I'd probably stand by my husband, like, like, and behind closed doors, we have, we have a conversation. Yeah, I'd right. like, look, what's going to happen? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> You messed you messed up the bag. But honestly, I think it's unfair to expect Jada to publicly condemn her husband. Mm-hmm. Um, I would actually question her if she did that. It's just mm-hmm. bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that's an issue that her and Will should definitely discuss behind mm-hmm. closed doors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, as far as um, Chris making money off of the situation, yeah. mm-hmm. I don't blame him. He's not needed. Yes. That's yeah. that's what they do. do. What you do. Yeah. And uh, you know, like they're saying, you know, when life gives you lemons, make lemonade. And yeah. he's making a lot of lemonade and a lot of money oh, in yeah. that situation. Um, people are still talking about it today, mm-hmm. even though it happened like what last year or something. Yeah. So I mean, this is gonna. It was a situation that people are probably gonna yeah. talk about for years to come yeah, because absolutely. it was this such like a big deal, right? And Jada, not the Oscar. Right. And, and, and Jada yeah. kept and Honestly, what could she have done? Yeah, right. In a situation yeah. like that, it happened yeah. so fast. You know, what she had to do was like just grab her husband's clothes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just run up on stage. Like, know what he was going to do. Right, right. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. so <laughs> what would you, what, how do you feel about this whole thing? Every time they come to me, I'm like, oh God, let me brace myself with the help. So, if I'm being honest, on on one hand, I don't like to conform to respectability politics, meaning I don't think that we have to mm-hmm. conduct ourselves in a certain way mm-hmm. in front of a certain crowd to yeah. be deemed worthy of respect. And so I think yeah. a lot of the backlash occurred because it happened at the Oscars and not the NAACP or the BET Awards. Mm-hmm. If it happened there, no good one would have said anything. I think it's like when we're in mixed company, we can't act like that in front of mm-hmm. certain people. And so I think yeah. that's why a lot of people were disappointed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying that Will should have slapped him. I don't think exactly. that you should put your hands on anyone. I'm yeah. just saying the response to the mm-hmm. situation was such that because of you know yeah. The, yeah. the environment in which it took yeah. place. Um, but I also feel that so many people already hate Jada Pinkett mm-hmm. because her and Will have an open relationship and they think he's kind of hand-pecked. So I think that played yeah. a part in mm-hmm. how he reacted because he's like, y'all already think she's signing me, so I have to show that I'm the man in this relationship yeah. and I have to exert mm-hmm. this masculine energy so you guys aren't saying, you know, yeah. all of these yeah. things about me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, you know, 
another factor to consider, Chris Rock did a whole documentary called Good Hair. So you being a black man, knowing how important black hair is to yeah. us in our community, yeah. then talking about me struggling with alopecia, that's yeah. all right. So yeah. there was just a lot a of lot like of factors. Yeah, a lot of variables. So yeah. if if I were Jada, I would have stood by my man, mm-hmm. you know, publicly and privately, because you're my yeah. man. What am I gonna do? Like but I think with, with cancel culture you have to understand it's also consequence culture like every action has a reaction and so okay. he couldn't come yeah. back to the Oscars he lost a lot of movies and that's the consequence of the actions I think yeah. we should move on they're mm-hmm. still married Chris mm-hmm. made money Will's still rich they both have more money okay. than I do so I need to think about how to get to the back of me like yeah. I do not care about what you do but yeah I think that there were just so many variables and there was exactly. like a small yes. you know moment that okay. we are fixated on but I think um, we just are so attached to this family and yeah. we have this idea of who Will was and it's like I can't believe yeah. the Fresh Prince would conduct himself yeah like, so like we love him yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 exactly so I'm going to ask you Rosa now I'm going to switch it up okay Okay. now what if you were Chris's wife and you was home with your family and you see your husband get slapped in front of millions and millions of people, and he just stands there and tastes it. Mm. How would you feel? You're sitting there, like, what the hell did you have? I'm, I'm glad you said hell. I was like, hell, no. <laughs> you know, that's his wife, right? Will is human. Uh huh. But that was a slap. Chris, uh, I know that I command him. I know we would, if it was me, we would have been fighting. Yeah, but if I was home watching that, I would have been like, hell no, we're going to get him. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, that would have been my first thought, right? I'm scared of jail. <laughs> so. Yeah. We're human. We're yeah. human. Yeah. We don't. I know Rose, you've been out there on the floor. What happened? They would have been like rolling on the floor, you know. <laughs> I would have ran up there, folks. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Danielle? Yeah. Yeah. We've been very, very um, impulsive in the moment. <laughs> uh, I've been shocked. I've been hurt. I've been I don't know. If I'm home watching, I have to, you know, wait till he gets home. <laughs> you know, but he did handle it very well. He did. He was very he professional. Did. He kept mm-hmm. his, you okay. know, yeah. composure and everything. What if you were the one that got slapped? Oh, fuck. <laughs> well, I was slapped. No, fuck. First of all, I'm going to have to ask the Holy Ghost to keep me. Because I don't know. Because, like you said, we're here, but we don't know what we might do. I don't know what we're doing. Oh, oh, yeah, I would have been saying, uh, Father, forgive me after I do what I did.
teleprompter. That's not happening. Oh, no. right. That's not happening. Yeah. We're not made out of that kind. No, it's right. just not going to happen. Right. <laughs> I mean, everybody has their limits. Yeah. Everybody. And women definitely are not accepting that. <laughs> and it would have no, been other women in the fight from both sides. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they would have to turn it in the WWE. Uh, <laughs> going on? Yeah, that's what would happen to that one. I can tell you that for sure. You know? <laughs> but I wanted to talk a little bit about what's going on now with um, Dwayne Lee. Now, my youngest son loves him. Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Lee. What do you think about this whole issue with his uh, daughter that was once a son? Okay, and the reason why I want to talk about that because this is on the table right now. I had got some paper in the mail for my health care, and they asked me, was I assigned as a woman or a man? Mm. So even the language has changed on paper now. So it's no longer male or female. You will get something that says, are you assigned as a male or a woman? Mm. How do you feel about that, Sheryl? Wow. Uh, I think it is just a sign of the times that we're living in right mm-hmm. now, um, mm-hmm. and that you have, like I said earlier, people. You, you have people of all different backgrounds these yeah. days, and um, you know the LGBTQ. BFG, H-I-J-L-K. The community is so diverse, and wide, and you just can't pinpoint, you know, one sex or one gender. Right. And and that's okay and yeah. that's fine. Um, I think yeah. the issue that we're seeing now is a lot mm-hmm. of people yeah. aren't willing to accept oh. that change that we're seeing and that people are no longer yeah. identifying as just female or just male. Um, I mean, I, I see it now in North Carolina, you know, with a lot of the, the legislation mm. that's coming yeah. out that's um, targeting yeah. transgender students. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, trying to yeah. restrict them from things like sports you know okay. I think that's something we need to yeah. it's a, something that we need to discuss a little bit more and dig a little deeper into um, why it's such an issue for people to accept these days I mean this is this is the future yeah but let's say something I'll play devil's advocate yeah. now I saw a woman on TikTok and she was angry because she feels that women are being minimized women. And what he was saying is that, okay, I can accept if you want to title yourself uh, not uh, like non-binary, male, female, lesbian, gay, whatever. Mm-hmm. She says, but don't try to all of a sudden erase us as women. This That's is what her true. complaint was. I don't she, know, was I saying that she was saying that now, you know, to say, uh, are you assigned a woman? And she was saying that when a woman gives birth, Mm-hmm. You have to be a woman. Mm-hmm. There is no third other way. Other way. Mm-hmm. You can decide to wake up tomorrow and say, you know what? I'm non-binary. I'm French with a question mark. I'm whatever I want to be. Mm-hmm. You know, but you still have a vajayjay. Mm-hmm. If you're a man, you, even if you, have a penis. you still have a penis. Yeah. It's not going nowhere. Even if you wear makeup, wigs, all this kind of stuff, it doesn't matter how you feel in your brain. When you came out of your mother's womb, this is what you were, and it's not going to change. So even though the world is changing, does it mean it's right? I want to ask Nikki that. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
So I, I, don't, I don't think that I don't feel that there yeah. is any sort of like erasure of yeah. my identity yeah. as a woman. Uh-huh. Um, the the way that I feel about it, first off, I love Zaya Wade. I love the way that Dwayne and Gabby mm-hmm. have rallied behind right. her and mm-hmm. are supporting mm-hmm. her, you know, decisions mm-hmm. and life choices. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I think ultimately what it boils down to is that we all deserve equity access to to human you know like human rights human yes. rights yes human decency Absolutely. we all deserve that regardless yes. of how we mm-hmm. identify and i think like you said a lot of people are just unwilling to accept change mm-hmm. i i speak english mm-hmm. i can speak a little bit of spanish mm-hmm. and a little bit of french i know that there are tons of other languages out there i don't understand them yes. but i know that they exist and so even if you don't understand exactly. how someone identifies mm-hmm. It doesn't have to make sense to you. You yeah. just have to accept it. Yeah. Jamie Foxx's real name is Eric Marlon Bishop. Yes. Y'all yeah. get up there and call that man Jamie Foxx uh-huh. every day. We call right. Lady Gaga what we want to call her because that's her stage name. So if you respect yeah. an artist yeah. Absolutely. calling themselves this, then I think we can respect someone's decision to live as they so choose. It doesn't have to make sense to you. All exactly. they want you to do is let them live. live. That is yeah. literally okay. all you got to do. Right. And so I think, you know, as a, as a black woman, I think I've seen, you know, we're still going through a lot of civil rights just in the black community with, with women in general. And mm-hmm. so I think it's, it's disheartening when people feel like we're being erased because we're still fighting for equitable rights. And so mm-hmm. when other yeah. people want those things and I feel like we're restricting them or we don't want them to have it, it makes me a little bit mad. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I don't feel that there is any sort of, of erasure of, okay. of femininity. Yeah. And I think... There are just some people, and I, I want to be a mom, I want to go on record and say this, I think, though, when we look at women as just people that, you know, conceive, that's reductive to us mm-hmm. because we are so many other things. Oh and so God. I think, yes. you know, just saying to have a kid, you have to be a woman, you can be so many right. other things. Right. And that's not to say that motherhood is not a beautiful thing, but right. that's not the only reason you have to be here. Is not you know your only assignment in life, and if that is for you, that's great. Right. But we accept that for you, and accept you know oh, whatever God. this okay. person chooses to identify as. That is it. Okay. okay. You said a word. I love it. I love what you said, but I have to talk about you know because you're a liberal. You sound like you're liberal, more of a Democrat, and all that stuff. You know, and um, but then we have the red. Now, what I don't like what's happening with the red is that. Everybody who's a red is not an extremist. Mm-hmm. They're just traditional. You know, me personally, coming from a Pentecostal background, mm-hmm. it's very traditional. I can remember when all of my family, they all voted for Trump. All of my family. We're not talking about the certified with Trump today. We're talking about in the beginning. And the reason I said it is because I'm a New Yorker. So mm-hmm. we love the apprentice. We love everything about Trump. Mm-hmm. We love his strength and all that, his wisdom, because he was different than mm-hmm. Okay? Now, my family voted for him because they're devout in the church. Mm-hmm. And they were saying that they did not like where the blues were going. You know, they, they were all blues in the beginning. Okay. But they switched over because they felt that the blues were going to, it was going against their beliefs of the word. And we're going to put it like that because this is black culture. The word has its own thing. And as God says, I am who I am, I change not. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter what we feel. Right. He's the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow, yeah. right? Yeah. Now that is just the way it is in the Word. We can say whatever we want to say, and that is why my family mm-hmm. did that, right? Okay. Me, being a very modern woman, 
I am probably the black sheep of the family um, because I'm always looking at all angles and trying to understand what everybody's yeah. thinking and all that, you know, and also trying to be fair. I always say to people, I'm not nice, I'm fair. I try to be fair with everybody and think about those things and, and be respectful, you know. So with that being said, um, I'm going to ask you, Rosa, okay. do you feel that we're going to an extreme now in this country with what's happening with LBGQ community and and um, now Clay said there's a plus on that now okay. um, and um, also with what's going with the non-binary stuff. Are yeah. we confusing our youth? Because there is something going on in the classroom now where teachers are telling their children you're not a boy and you're not a girl. This is very confusing for children. Understand now, children are not in the same mindset as adults. They're still trying to find out who they are. And if you're telling them you're nobody, they're going to get confused. They're trying to identify. Just like animals identify with male or female. They mate at a certain time of year. So therefore, to tell a child that is very confusing in the education system. So how do you feel about that? I think a lot of adults are confused. Me being a mature woman, I'm still trying to understand Rosa. But mm-hmm. when you decide to tell somebody, and a, a child mind is forever just growing and expanding, you're putting that in their mind, and now they are confused. I think that's where the they identify as he, him, they, them. You know, I don't, I don't understand it. My thing is, I can't, I, I don't judge it mm-hmm. because I don't understand what's going on within mm-hmm. you. Now, as a parent, mm-hmm. if I had to deal with that, I would just have to love that person. I would mm-hmm. want to know what's going on with you. Right. A lot of times, we don't understand. Right. Mm-hmm. We don't, and we judge, mm-hmm. and we make comments, mm-hmm. and this world is moving. Okay, so you thank know? yeah, but I want to ask uh, Queen Lady L there. I want you know, how do you feel? Well, um, if I have a child, definitely would love them, uh-huh. would support them because someone always loved my mm-hmm. children. Mm-hmm. We know we don't know. Children, grandchildren, great grandchildren. We don't know. But should we call them a boy or girl or just tell them they? Well, I I, I just agree with that. The they. Yeah, like, yeah. These are some of the issues that are on the table. So these Mm. are all the things that are going to come up in the next year or two. When you go to vote, you have to vote at the local level first and decide how you want your community. Uh, who you want as a superintendent, who you want as a principal, who you want leading your child, you know, in the classroom, how is your child learning? All those things are going to be very serious issues going forward. And these are some of the issues. So it's not just up here with the president. It starts down here because when you start having children, everything changes. It's no longer about you. It's about how you want your child to be protected. And I am... Um, so we're going to be right back because I'm going to see how much time we have left because I want to talk about school shootings, but i got to find out how much time we have. Okay. We, um, we, got, we got 15. Okay, good, good, good. Yeah, so I want to talk about school shootings because this is frightening. Um, you know, my youngest son, uh, during the pandemic, the <clears throat> of a lot of 
kids had. Mm-hmm. My son went straight from high school, thought he was going to be in college, and all of a sudden he's at home. And then he built anxiety to go back to the classroom. Because every time he wanted to go back to the classroom, there was no shooting. Yeah. And I'll tell you something. Um, it got to a point where I used to be excited about going to concerts and different things. And all of a sudden I'd be like, well, I'm not going to that concert. I hope ain't no Looney Tunes out there. <laughs> you don't want to shoot up everybody. And then, well, I'm going to the grocery store. I'm looking over my yeah, shoulder. Know. You know, this is horrible that we have to live this way. But this is where we are with gun control and all these other issues on the table. You know, um, so how do you feel about all these mass school shootings, what should be done with gun control? I'm going to ask you uh, first, Nikki. Uh-huh. I mean, I definitely think that there should be some sort of like reform. Mm-hmm. I think there is there, the access to guns is, you know, mm-hmm. too easy to, to get. Like, it's mm-hmm. so accessible. You can walk into Walmart, go get you some bread, eggs, and, and come and out with a gun if you want to. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I do think that there should should be some sort of restrictions mm-hmm. on how you are able to access, you know, access and you have to take a class to, to get your driver's license. You have to go through so many steps to acquire so many other things, but mm-hmm. but not a gun. So I do think that there yeah. should be some sort of reform. Um, and it's not going to be a certainty that if you, you do, you perform any sort of like, you know, mental health check that you take these precautions that mm-hmm. is going to mm-hmm. mitigate the risk of the, the gun violence, but I think that there has to be some sort of safeguard put in place for sure mm-hmm. because yes, it's happening too frequently. Like you said, I don't I don't even shop at the grocery store anymore. I buy everything on Instacart and mm-hmm. have it dropped off at mm-hmm. my door because mm-hmm. you think about the mundane and yeah. routine activities yeah. that you perform daily and you're like, am I going to come back from that? Yeah. And so I try to limit yeah. the risk. And I mean, I do yeah. still go out, but mm-hmm. there are just situations where you hear so much about it. You're like, I don't even want to put myself in that environment mm-hmm. to be exposed mm-hmm. to that possibly happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a scary way to live. You that don't is. want to live your life and just be yeah. in fear that something's yeah. going to happen. Um, so yeah, I do think that there should be some restrictions and harsher gun laws mm. for sure. Absolutely. How do you feel about that, Queen? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, gun reform. <laughs> 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 uh, I, I'm a very uh, social person. I like mm-hmm. to go out yes. and uh, uh, concerts, festivals, things like yeah. that. But I will say, as of lately, I'm always looking for a safe mm. route in yes. case something wow. happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Looking for those exits. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm always yeah. looking for like, the nearest exit. Yeah. And, you know, where can I hide if mm-hmm. I need to? Yeah. And that's where we are right now mm-hmm. in this country because there's so many mass shootings happening so frequently. Mm-hmm. I almost anticipate them. Mm-hmm. Like, when do we going to have right? the next one? Yeah, exactly. um, it's, and it's out of control, mm-hmm. um, the amount of shootings that we're having so regularly. Mm-hmm. Um, and the sad part about it is, you know, a lot of the lawmakers, it's in their hands mm-hmm. at this point, mm-hmm. but you have that pushback from a lot of people about, oh, it's my Second Amendment, right? They're always quick to throw out that Second Amendment. They don't yeah. want to lose it. Yeah. I don't think it's quite losing your, your gun rights or anything like that. Yeah. It's more so tightening that restriction yeah. on who has who access to them. Yeah, exactly. I, mean, yeah. I mean, you got little kids getting their hands on their parents' guns. Yeah. Yeah. Their parents aren't even, they're not even exercising, yeah. you know, proper, you know, precaution. gun precautions. Everybody um, have a lot of anxiety 
going forward with so many issues on the table. Mm -hmm. There's anxiety about everything. And I believe that is why even in sports, with women's sports and stuff, you, you've seen uh, women bowing out, say, hey, I can't do another jump. I, I, I got mental issues. Hey, you know, everybody is, yeah. is still yeah. trying to recover. That was like a two-year recovery. You know, and I think uh, we need to do something with our insurance laws should be changed because everybody should be able to get free health care, mm -hmm. uh, mental care. You know, and if they want to see some, they want to see somebody, and it should be free right now because everybody needs. There's something going on in all of our minds, whether it's fear of guns, whether it's fear of each other, um, and let's talk about that. Um, but we'll be right back because I have to go to commercial. I'm looking at Clay right now. <laughs> so you have what, how much more time I have? Five minutes? Oh, oh, shut. Oh, oh, yeah, we'll get to that by oh, the time okay. we end the show. Okay. I wanted to talk a little bit about relationships. Uh, um, yeah, I wanted to talk about male energy, feminine energy, and masculine energy. Uh, maybe I can get a little. Do I have time to do it? We just have to close. No, no, you have time. I'm just saying you have to be very succinct. Like we just. I know, I know. You know. All right, so we each get like maybe two minutes to speak or something. Right, yeah, each okay. and yeah. Okay, let me know when you're ready. We're good. Okay, and we're back. <laughs> you know, and so uh, we were talking about uh, everybody now needing some type of. Uh, we all need to be on the couch. That's that's why. <laughs> Including Donald Trump, right? He needs, he needs to be on the couch too. Rich people should not be exempt from being on the couch just because you're rich. Just ask Kanye. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> but um, getting back, I want to talk a little bit about um, relationships and where we are with that right now because I talked about how uh, right now even dating, you know, in this modern world, you know, men and women are very cautious of one another. This is where we are right now for so many issues. But the biggest thing I see in social media is masculine energy versus feminine energy. And the only thing, I want to start off by saying this. Women walk in masculine energy when they have to. Thank you. Okay. So if a male steps up to the plate with his masculine energy, we naturally fall back. Not because... Uh, I'm not enough. We want to fall back. Yeah. We want to take some of the pressure off of ourselves. Yeah. Uh, we don't want to do it all. We really want to take an exhale, you know. But we're forced. If you're single, it's a little different because you know you're making your own money and you know and you're deciding on a lot of issues. But once you get a partner, right? Mm -hmm. We expect him to step up. We are not doing build a bear. Okay, we want you to know what you're doing. We want you to be accountable. We want you to have some dreams and visions, and we will support you, but yes, we're not going to hold your hand, and do not say to us, what do you bring to the plate? Because it's obvious. Us. I'll work that. Because this world needs a woman because let me tell you something, if you have rich men, right? Let's say, for example, rich men, Aristotle said it best. All the money in the world a man could spend, but if he doesn't have a woman around, it's wasted. Why is it wasted? Because he don't want to live alone. He don't want to be by himself. Women are so much in the industry for every, every platform. You name it, we're in it, right? You, they can't, story can't make money without us. Amen. I don't care what it is. 
if we decide to stay home, if every woman stay home, all the stores closing. Everything's closing. Nothing's closing. They're like, no makeup, no clothes, no shoes. Please rule the world. No food, nothing. It's closing. That's it. The world is going to collapse. Nothing's happening. Who's going to take the kids to school? Who's going to come to here? Who's going to buy the makeup? Who's going to buy the clothes? Who's going to... Nothing happens without us. It's just not going to happen. And that's just the bottom line. So I wanted to ask you ladies here, you beautiful queens here going forward. When a, if a man says to you, what do you bring to the table? Should you have like a resume or should he already know? I'm asking you, Sheryl. <laughs> for starters, I've never had a, a man ask me that. Okay. Um, I think that this one is ridiculous. It I is mean, ridiculous. To even have, that we even have to have a conversation. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Um, I think um, men who know what they want mm-hmm. and who are familiar with courting women should already know what a woman uh, brings to the table Absolutely. like already. Absolutely. So that shouldn't even be a question. Mm-hmm. Now, if you now we get the discussion of you know what are you looking for in a relationship or you know mm-hmm. that's a different ballpark mm-hmm. that shifts yeah. the the conversation to something else because that that's something that does you know that needs yes. to be discussed. Yes, absolutely. But as far as what what do I bring to the table, it's almost a kind of offensive it to is. even ask a woman that. Yeah. Um, well, you're not going to be his mother. We're, we're very <laughs> right. You know, it's like you already know as a woman what I come with okay. and what I'm able to do. Especially okay. if you've already yes. been with a woman before. Right. So it's very insulting that there's men out there even asking that question. Yeah. You know. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I really don't have to go I'm single. I feel the same way. I mean, I'm I'm single-ish dating, but I, I feel the same way. I think that it, it's very offensive if someone asks the question, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of times I I don't even think I've had someone ask me, but I think I would get on guard because it's like I am the table. Like I, I know. Okay. I, I, I know what I'm saying. Okay. How about that? Oh yeah. Nowadays, we out-earn a lot of men. Yes. We're, you know, yes. especially black women, yeah. we are more educated. And so right. I think to still have to list these oh. accomplishments to prove our, our worth right. um, as a potential partner is it's very insulting. It's offensive. Yes, it um, so I haven't had anyone do it. But like you said, I think a lot of people want a partner. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jill Scott said it. She said, if you can't tell me what to do, you can't tell me what to do. But if you can tell me what to do then you can tell me what to do. So a lot of times we navigate in masculine energy because we have to. If we meet someone that we think embodies the, I'm going to be the authority on things. But if I respect you, you know, I'll I'll shut up sometimes. 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 (laughs) 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 On TikTok, real quick, quickly, um, on TikTok, I see a lot of men complaining about women. You know, saying that they're Mm -hmm. too masculine. What do you think? We've had the talk. Yes. Society have dictated that a lot of women are single mothers. Mm-hmm. We raise our sons, mm-hmm. so now they're looking for mom, mm-hmm. and we over we overprotect mm-hmm. sometimes. When sometimes we we are so strong when the man is present. Sometimes we're like, no, don't yeah. don't treat my son like that or whatever. Sometimes, okay, we're always watching someone, right? Mm-hmm. Mother, grandmother, somebody. So that's what we mimic. But we are made. That's the way the Creator made us as women. When men, men are hunters, they chase 
you. We do want you to step up to yeah. the plate. But like Teddy said, sometime 80, 20, 30, you know, 50, 50, it's going to be like that. So that, that, that's who we are. Just understand who we are. We, we come with the total package. We are there as your help me. You know, but if you're not capable of doing that, that's when that's when we'll step our up. masculinity that's right. we'll step, step up, up and we do it. But we do know how to fall, back, to fall back and be submissive. Right. Not like telling you what to do. Mm-hmm. No, allow you mm-hmm. to lead. And I think that all of us have to stop bashing the other thing. Yeah. Okay. And, and how you feel it's about bad. that? Thank you. Yeah. I mean, you know, percentage-wise, 50-50. Sometimes it's not always 50-50 because... You might have the capability or the um, resources mm-hmm. as yeah. your mate. They mm-hmm. might have more resources than you and vice versa. So uh-huh. it has a lot to do with that for its giving mm-hmm. to the relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And also what you're going to tolerate in life, all that should be discussed up front when you start that relationship on that journey. Yeah. Yeah. Your expectations of yourself and of your mate. Well, okay. Thank you so much. Wow. We're out of time. This has been fun. Ladies <laughs> and Yes. Yes. Thank you so much. Wow, so much on the table because I was going to go through to that next time. I was going to talk about do you think men are becoming too feminine? But that would be another topic <laughs> next time on Rain Talk. I want to thank all of these beautiful ladies here who are with me at this time on my journey of launching Rain Talk. Rain Talk is a show that I wanted all the same women as much as possible to come to the table and we're going to discuss and unpack so many different issues that are right now going on Mm -hmm. in the world uh, weekly. That is what my goal is. And I want each uh, beautiful queen here to give information with their social media handles so that everybody can start uh, looking up at us and saying, hey, I like what she has to say. Let me start following, you know, and and this will give you information for connections as well. We connect in business. We connect socially and everything. So, Um, so we'll start with you. Yes, um, my name is Lorraine Watkins, and I have a face. I just started a face uh, fan page you can on, like yeah. mm-hmm. on Facebook. It's uh-huh. Queen Lorraine uh, fan page. Uh, I'm an artist, and you can find my artwork on five hundred over five hundred different products on Redbubble.com. And my handle name is Queen Victoria Number Eight. Thank you, Queen. Beautiful. Beautiful. Okay, I am Rosa Wallace, and thank you. First of all, thank you. I'm Rosa Wallace on Facebook, and I am Instagram that is Roro, Rosa, 1024. (laughs) (laughs) My grandkids gave me that. Oh, that's sweet. That's sweet. And um, go ahead, Sherelle. Sherelle Booker, and I'm on IG, Twitter, Facebook. Um, you can follow me on IG at In Real Life. That's R A L E Life, and uh, my Twitter and Facebook, Sherelle S H E R A L E Booker. Thank you, Queen. And, and I am <laughs> Nicole Harris, also known as Darling Nikki. You can find me on Instagram at Your Charlotte B S S S. That stands for Beauty, Fashion, Food, and Film. So Ooh. I do reviews, wig reviews, film reviews. Uh, post a little bit of everything. Love it. Follow me. <laughs> I tell you, so, yeah. I am blessed to have some beautiful queens here. I thank you so much 
for coming. I really appreciate it. And I hope that you will continue to come when you can. You're available. I'm Queen D. And you can follow me on Instagram, which is Lorraine Moi, which means the queen in me. Also on TikTok. I'm thinking about going on Twitter too now. Also, <laughs> I, yeah, I close my Twitter page. I think about reopening it. And um, so I'm on TikTok. And don't get it twisted. What you see with Queen D does not mean that that's me all the time. I know how to switch it up, okay? <laughs> You know, people look at a TikTok page and say, oh, that's how she... No, there's, there's layers to a queen. There's layers to all yeah. of us, you know. Um, TikTok is for creativity and fun, and if you want to complain, that's on you. <laughs> <laughs> and also on Facebook. Facebook, you'll find me under Alice D. Clayton, because that's my birth name. Alice means truth. D is for Darlene, which means the love, okay? And Clayton, which is English. I found that out through going through the Ancestry.com um, in, in England. But also, I have a fan page, which is Queen D. And you can go on that fan page, and that page is different from my Facebook page because that is for people who are not under religious restraints. <laughs> so I express myself the way I want to but anyway thank you again for watching and this will be on YouTube so you can find all of my work on YouTube under Queen Court Conversation or Rain Talk and um, my, my short reels my YouTube short reels that I love to do thank you again and we appreciate you we're all going to wave and say goodbye thank you so bye. much bye bye Thank you.